0: Quickly, I just want us to go into the scripture into the Bible. Let's go to the book of Exodus 25, verse 18 to 22. The Bible here says, And you shall make two cherubim of God of harm work. You shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Now, I want somebody to say mercy seat. Say it again. Say mercy seat. So, God is giving instruction to Moses. I did mention to you, for those of you who are following for the past weeks, that God gave a promise to Abraham that your children shall go to a land where they shall become a country. And they shall come back and possess the land of Canaan. You there? They shall possess what? I want everybody, I need your attention here. They shall possess what? But God knew it will not be possible without a system. So God said, when you, when your descendants have gone to a foreign land, they shall be afflicted. But I'll punish the country that I shall afflict them. May God punish anything afflicting your life tonight. I I shall punish any country that shall afflict them. Now watch this. Now the Bible says, when they were coming back now, years later, 400 years later, Moses is born, Abraham is dead, and Moses is leading the people. And the bible says god remembered his promise which he made to abraham did you hear that and delivered them out god remembered what they were not out of egypt because they prayed but god remembered his promise which he made with Abraham and took them out as they were walking to possess a land which God promised them. God knew they will never possess it without a system. I told you before you cannot be saved without a system of salvation. So you must confess with your mouth and believe in Jesus for you to be saved. So there is a system of salvation You cannot have demons coming out of a woman or demons coming out of a man without the system of deliverance. So there must be a system. The same way you can never be advantaged, privileged, without the system of mercy. To your neighbor, mercy. Tent to another one. Say, So you can never have or become something without the system. So you need the system. So we have people who like to jump the system. You will never be. Like I want, I want my life to turn around. Hey, hey, hey. I want my life to turn around. Without the system, it will never happen. Did you hear that? It will never want so god said if you want to possess the land i promised you if you want to possess the canaan land a place of plenty milk and honey you need to have the system so god said i'm gonna give you a system but what happened when adam sinned against god are you there when adam sinned against god God took them out of the land of Eden. He took them out. And immediately, the prophetic was reduced. Because before, man and God were communicating every day. The prophetic was so strong that Adam would know what will happen tomorrow. Because God would speak to him. But because of sin, God disappeared. And a man began to live without hearing God speaking. No, are, are you following what I'm talking about? Man began to live without what? Hearing God speaking. That's how the prophetic was reduced. So now God is trying to talk to His people again. So He says, "Wow, well, I'm going to give you a system." So the system God will bring in. Is a system of mercy. He says, You must make the ark. To the neighbor next to you, say neighbor. neighbor. The, ark. the ark. To the neighbor again. Say neighbor. neighbor. Say the ark. the ark. So God says, You must make the ark. So this ark, he says. I will come and I will dwell on that ark. Did you hear that? I will dwell on that ark, but this ark must be made of wood and it must be coated with gold. And on top of it, there must be a lead. And this lead must have a seat, and it must be called the message seat. And behind this, the, the ark. There must be one angel on this other side and one angel on the other side. And they must spread their wings over the mercy seat. There is no healing seat. There is no deliverance seat. There is only what? Mercy seat. There is a seat where mercy sits. Oh, you didn't hear me. <laughs> and that word city there is the, in Greek is the word Thronos. Which means the throne of God. So Messiah sits there. And two angels, known as the cherubims, or cherub, or cherub, two angels, known as cherubims. Cherubims are the highest level of angels. No, you didn't hear me. They are second in command. Cherubims do not worship God, they don't they are just there to cover his presence are oh, you didn't hear me they don't what number one they only what cover number one number two they are ghost transport if god wants to move from one place to another place the bible says he rides on cherubims are oh, you didn't hear me uh-huh. i prophesy god will make a trip just to visit you on cherubims. Uh, are you following somebody? So when we talk of cherubims, they are not—they they are not small angels. No. Now, for a matter of fact, the devil himself was a cherub. Did you hear me? In Ezekiel twenty-eight, from verse fourteen. See what the Bible says from verse 12. Let's start from verse 12. Okay? I want you to see who the devil was before. Okay? It says, Lamentation over the king of Tyre, and he said to him, Thus says the Lord God, you were the seal of the perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Alright? Verse 13. It says, You were in Eden. The devil, remember, he was then in Eden when he was meeting Adam, when he was meeting Eve, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. This is the devil. Topaz, diamond, berry, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with God. The workmanship of your temples and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. The devil, he was highly blessed. God had blessed him before he rebelled against God. Now see what the Bible says in verse 14. It says what? You were the anointed cherub. Did you hear that? Who covers? So the devil was an anointed what? Who covers? So if you see, the two angels, the two angels on the message their job was to cover the messes. Are you following? Oh, yes. Their job was to do what? To cover the so when the devil rebelled against God, God said, no, 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 no. no. Now we are no longer putting one angel, one, one cherub. Because when he's there, he feels pride. Like I'm too big. So God said, I will make another angel, another cherub, to be facing each other. So that if you leave... There is another one still there. Oh, you didn't hear me. That's why nowadays, if a God is raising up someone, He raises another duplicate of you. So if you say I'm leaving a church, there's another one like you. You can go properly, no problem. Oh, you didn't hear me. God makes what? Tell the neighbor next to you, say, hey, neighbor. You must be very careful. If you have pride, God will just put another one who is in front of you to take over the position. Now, I can't hear you. Say louder, say louder, say louder. Tell your neighbor, say, "Be be careful. Now, So this is how it was made. I want you to see that, right? This is how it was made. So they made this ark, which they were carrying it. These were handles. Where those who were walking, they were holding this. Other people were holding here. Other people were holding here. Others were holding here and others here. And these were representations of cherubims. And this was a messy seat. And God said, I'll come and I will sit here. Not inside. I will sit here on the mercy seat. And in verse 22 of Exodus 25, the Bible says, and I will speak to you there. Did you hear that statement? And I will do what? And there I will meet with you. And I will, I will speak with you from above. So if you want God to start talking to you properly, you must operate from the mercy. Now, I tell your neighbor, if you want to hear God talk to you, you must speak from the mercy seat. Now, why is it important? And I want to hear this. Why is it important? See this statement. Why operating from the mercy is important? Because mercy is the only thing in the whole Bible protected by cherubims. So if you have mercy in you, you have got a covering. You didn't hear me. I said, you didn't hear me. This is why David would stand and say, with the Lord, I can chase an army. Because the man knew he was so covered. What do you think when, he's, when he was speaking Psalm 91? When he says what? He who dwells where? What do you think is a secret place? And he who what? He shall abide under what? What shadow? Under the wings of the cherubims. Tell your neighbor Mercy. Are you are you there, somebody? So God said, make this. And you must carry it. Wherever you shall carry it, you shall have victory. So the people of Israel, when they go to war without it, they were losing the battle. Wherever they were going with it, they were what? They were winning. Do you know why? Because mercy is a system. God cannot look at you if there is no system of mercy. And I promise you, And he said, nobody can come to to, to me if the Father did not call the person. The salvation we have today, it took the Father to call you. Did you hear that? What makes God to call some people and God not calling some other people? It is mercy. So there is general mercy which God gives people for salvation. But then there are now levels. We have got plenteous, plenteous mercy, and we have what? Sure mercy, and we have what? Surrounding, and we have what? Great mercy. Tell the neighbor next to you, say, Mercy. You see what's going to happen tonight? Somebody will receive mercy tonight. You tell your neighbor, say, You have no idea of me. Tell them, Meet me after tonight. The Bible says, When Paul was preaching at night, one person was dozing. And then he fell and died. So Paul, so energetic, he resurrected the person. Me, I'm not energetic tonight. (laughs) Are you here, somebody? Tell your neighbor, say, you need a system that can cover you are you still following yeah. now <laughs> so now watch this so watch this so these were two angels I, I want you to remember where they are located one is on the end and one is where. on the other end and they're facing who each other and who is in the middle Mercy. are you there are you there now, I want just to show you something. I want to show you the message seat in the New Testament. Where it happened, not now, because that was something that was like an image. But a reality was coming in the future. Ah, you didn't hear that. What was coming in the future? A reality was coming away. There is no Jesus resurrecting without the cherubims. Now, let me just show you a very important thing here. You ready for this? If you love the Bible, it will blow your mind. What I'm about to show you right now is going to blow your mind. Somebody said, I need the message tonight. tonight. We're about to do something now. In a few minutes, just in a few minutes, we're about to make a prayer. In John 20, verse 12. I'm about to read Sunday here that is so interesting. And, okay, let's start from verse 19. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's go from verse, sorry, from verse 11. Let's read the scripture here. But Mary stood outside by the tomb, weeping. Tell your neighbor, listen to this very carefully. Please, I want everyone, 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 if you miss this, you're going to miss what is about to, to happen. And Mary comes at the grave of Jesus. And she's outside. And the Bible says, But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stopped down and looked into the tomb. Looked where? Guess what she sees? She sees the ark. Yeah, the Bible says she saw the ark. Now see the, the scripture there. The verse what? And she saw two angels. Wait. Who how many are these angels here? On this now, let's see how they were how how, how they were looking and what they were doing. And she saw two angels in a white city. One way. Now read louder. One way. At the head, and the other where what? The body of Jesus. Now you didn't hear this statement. She saw what? Two angels. The cherubims in the Old Testament appeared in the grave. One sitting where? On the head. And one where the body of Jesus Without these two angels, there was no resurrection of Jesus. And I will tell you why. Without mercy, there is no your salvation. I'm telling you. Without mercy, you are not saved. Without mercy, you are not healed. And why are these angels there? Because cherubims are archangels. They are what? They are archangels. And what does that mean to you? In the first Thessalonians, let's just go there. 4, verse 16. Let's read the scripture. I want you to hear this, and I want you to see this. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. Do you hear that statement? God will descend from heaven with a what? People ask questions. When is Jesus coming? It's simple. The answer is so simple. When angels will just shout. And those are the angels. The day they will just shout, the Bible says Jesus will descend. Now you didn't hear me. Not only that, but when they will shout also. It says what? And see the scripture? For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of an angel. It is the voice of an angel that will make Jesus Christ come down. You didn't hear me. Not only that. Then the Bible says what? And, see the scripture. And with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Do you know why people pray for people who are dead to resurrect and they don't resurrect? Do you know why? Because if you are praying, if you want to resurrect a person, if somebody has died before their time, if God was not involved, if it is not God's will, if you want to resurrect a person, you must have an anointing of calling the voice of an archangel. The dead will only listen to the voice. When Jesus will be coming on the last day, the Bible says when they will make a voice, the Bible says the dead shall hear first before us. So you will be in the streets like this. But those who died long time ago, when the archangel will make a noise of a voice, the Bible says those ones shall hear first. Did you hear that? Not all dead, they're dead in Christ. No, you didn't hear that statement. Shall hear what? And they shall they shall rise. So before we know that Jesus is coming, we begin to bump with the sense. In the streets, like ah I thought you died. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that statement? So we see in the grave of Jesus mercy, the mercy of God, angels guarding the mercy. Now, tonight, God told me something. Can we do it? Before we do it, let's see these points quickly. Give me five minutes. Five minutes. Somebody said five minutes. Can I give you these five points? All right. Now, I want you to see something here. All right. Now, look around and tell your neighbor, tell that neighbor, say, my life will never be the same again. <laughs> now, let's see events surrounding the ark, the ark of God that had messes it what happened let's just look at a few events what happened when the ark was present with the mercy on it what happened do not forget this statement i'm not gonna go there because of time in the new testament the bible says that we we are the ark of god we are the dwelling place did you hear that we are what we are the ark, but the issue and the story is do we have the mercy on us? It is not the box that makes difference, it was what was on the mercy. I mean, what was on the ark that made the whole difference? Do you carry the mercy on you? This whole box was useless without the mercy seat. It is the mercy seat that God said I will talk from there. I will operate from there. So you might might be saying, I am God's child, I have God's, I carry God, but the question is, do you have mercy on you? So let's see events. Number one, when the Ark of the Covenant was carried by the enemy into the camp of Dagon, gone collapsed i want you to see this first samuel 5 verse 1 to 3 first samuel 5 verse 1 to 3 first samuel then the philistines took the ark of god and brought from ebenezer to ashdod philistines took what i want you to answer me they took what philistines how they captured the ark. If there is something that you must never allow demons to do in your life, it's for them to capture your mercy. No, you didn't hear me. If there is a thing you must never allow, is to allow demons what? <laughs> to capture your mercy. Do you know what happened when mercy was captured from um, a man of God by the name Eli? Do you know what happened to him? all this while he had children who were messing up, who were doing all nonsense, but God never punished him. Because the Bible says in the first Samuel chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8, he was sleeping next to the ark. So he had mercy with him. The day it was captured, the Bible says God remembered all the mistakes of his children and broke his neck. A great man of God by the name Eli died on his seat his neck just cracked and he died because mercy was taken out. I'm talking to somebody here. Am I talking to somebody here? When mercy was near him, God never punished him because mercy. Am I talking to somebody here? If there is a thing you must never allow the devil to do in your life is to capture your mercy. You will become a destitute. A destitute is a person who has no mercy at all. You pray, God does not answer. You try this, it does not work. There is no mercy in your life. Now the Bible says when they captured it, they took it to a house where there was a false god by the name Dagon. Dagon is a demon, is a spirit of the Philistines, which is responsible for cursing, and had the powers of making people to develop wounds all over their body. If if Philistines go to Dagon and they say we want that woman to die, the woman will die. But when they took the ark of God and they put it next to their Dagon. What Dagon was doing to other people, Dagon began to do to them. You didn't hear me. I prophesy to you. Anyone raising up your hand? It will not take three weeks from now. Anything, any spiritual Dagon, any demonic Dagon, any financial Dagon will collapse in the name of Jesus. See what the Bible says? The Bible here says this, and I want you to see this. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. This is not right. What happened? And when the people of Ashdod arose in the morning, there was Dagon fallen on his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord to fulfill the scripture, which is every knee. They took the ark and put it next to Dagon, to their first God. In the morning, they found Dagon falling, facing down bowing to the mercy upon the ark you are the ark of god and the mercy of god is coming upon you every dragon shall bow Somebody us hear you prophet see what the bible says? the bible here says this and i want you to see this then the philistines took the ark of god and brought it from ebenezer to ashdod when the Philistines took the ark of God they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon This is not right What happened And when the people of Ashdod arose in the morning there was Dagon fallen on his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord To fulfill the scripture which is every knee the Took the ark and put it next to Dagon, to their first God. In the morning, they found Dagon falling, facing down, bowing to the mercy upon the ark. You are the ark of God, Amen. and the mercy of God is coming upon you. Amen. Every Dagon shall bow. Somebody say, I hear you, prophet. Did you hear that? The Bible says, and the font Dagon for how? On his face. Because there was an arc with a mess on top. So any Dagon giving you trouble, problems, whether in a court, whether in your business, whatever you do and there's a dragon around. Somebody said, Dagon for now. Wait a minute, it looks like we're just talking, but you must know we are a spiritual church. Any word we speak from our mouth is bound to happen. You will be shocked how dagons will begin to collapse. Because you are the ark carrying what? The message. See what the Bible says. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is interesting. And when the people of Ashland Rose in the morning... Here was Dagon, go, go back to verse 3, we're still reading verse 3. Fallen on his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and set it in his place again. I told you before, if the demons come out, they always try to regroup. Say, no, 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 no. no. Our strategy has fallen. Let's make it again. So the Bible says they took that idol, the Dagon, the image of Dagon. They took it and raised it up again. What happened to it? Now, see the Bible saying. Then the Bible says in verse 4. And when they rose early the next morning, there was Dagon again, fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. The head of Dagon. And both the palms of his hands were broken off. On the threshold, only Dagon's torso was left of it. Did you hear that? Don't play around with the mercy of God. Tell your neighbor I don't care who they are, but they will fall. Say so when the mercy is in the place things begin to happen. happen. Any force of Dagon, Dagon. they begin to break. They They lose heads. They lose lose hands. hands. The Bible says they begin to break. You know, if you want to kill a snake, if you want to kill a snake, deal with the head. So the Bible says that when, when when the ark was put where Dagon was, it doesn't matter. They may capture you. They may even put you somewhere, thinking this this woman is finished. They don't know you are the ark. Come on. Tell your neighbor they don't know I am the ark. What you said you would do That is what you would do That is why you are called Somebody scream. Tell your neighbor they don't know you are the ark. You see, the devil, like, ah, I have finished him. He's now under our control. Stay away from me. You will lose your head. <laughs> can you imagine? How can you take the act that has mercy on top of it? How can you capture me? Tell me, how can you capture me? Say I'm a system. Your God will lead us Your God will lead us Your God will lead us He's a powerful Tell your neighbor, say great messes around me. Great. Say actually, actually, I am the vessel, the vessel. Of, mercy. of mercy. You take me in the house of Dagon, Dagon will fall. You raise up a Dagon again, Dagon will lose the head, will lose the hands. Somebody say I have mercy, okay. receive it in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, I pray you receive message tonight. I never seen this kind of before. Wonder, wonder. I never seen this kind of before. God of Metawan, God of Metawan, God of my Papa, God of major one. I never seen this kind of before. Are you ready? Are you ready, somebody? Tell your neighbor, you take me somewhere. Take me to sickness, sickness will fall. Now hear this. Hear this. Number two. So they took they took the ark. Did you hear that? They captured it, but they forgot one thing. They captured the ark that had mercy. And I told you, mercy triumphs. Mercy is a weapon of mass destruction. Mercy is a what? I told people, you know, when you have mercy, you cannot be compared. You can't be compared. Because mercy means divine partiality. If there are 1,000 people, they want to one person, you become the target. They'll be like, after sitting down and checking everything, we thought this man is the right man. Mercy can take you from nobody to somebody. Do you know what will happen from tonight? Let me talk to those who are doing tenders. Anyone who will be doing a tender from tonight? You have no competitor. Do you have anyone else writing examination here? When mercy is in the, in, the, in the house, are you following? Now, number two. Number one, we said Dagon will fall. When, when the ark of God is available with the mercy on it, every power of the enemy collapses. Any system is broken. Whether there is a system of delay, it is broken. Diseases are broken. I have seen it and I'm telling you, it shall begin to happen around you. If you receive, I decree, I prophesy, in the name of Jesus. Whatever is surrounding you right now, that is moving wrong, anything happening around you, that is not right, it will be broken. Number two, when mercy was involved, when the ark of God was involved, Jericho, the walls of Jericho, collapsed. i tell your neighbor, the walls of Jericho will collapse tonight. Tell that neighbor, say, the walls of Jericho will collapse tonight. Say now. Now, see this. Let's check this scripture. In the book of Joshua 6, verse 12 to 13 in NIV, the Bible says this way, now, let's read together in uh, Joshua 6, verse 12 to 13. It says, Joshua got up early in the morning, next morning, and the priest took up the ark. You see this? They took up what? The ark. This one. And when they took up the ark, the ark of the Lord the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward marching before the ark marching before what marching before the ark of the lord and blowing the trumpets the armed men went ahead of them and the rear guard followed the ark of the lord while the trumpets kept sounding So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on the day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sang the trumpet blast, uh, the trumpet blast, joshua command the army shout for the lord has given you the city i just told you now that shout wait wait it is not the city you're looking for uh, at least for me i'm looking for Goshen. You need to shout for God has given you, some of you, your healing, some of you, your miracle. Wait a minute. So Joshua said, shout. Now let's just finish reading. I want you to say this. Shout. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in the house shall be spared. Because she did despise. We sent. She hid the spies we sent. Now the Bible here continues. It says what? But keep away. I want you to see something here. When we, when we, when you, when you have mercy, can you imagine this? That they took the ark and they began to surround the walls of Jericho. And they were singing, and what they were carrying. It was a system of God's mercy. That walls, barricades, barriers, which were there to prevent them from possessing the land, they all collapsed. I don't know if I have somebody here tonight who says prophet. I always want to get something, but I feel there is a barrier. Do you have anyone else? No, this is a, it's a serious question. Do I have anyone who says, Prophet, I feel like in my life there's a barrier. Whenever I want to possess something, I feel resistance. The Bible says when they carried the ark, which had the message sit on it, every barrier collapsed." And I prophesy in your life. Tonight, I say tonight, I stand on my altar. As a major prophet of God. I command. Every barrier. In your ministry. In your finances. In your education. In your business. Collapse. Have your seat. Number three when the ark of God with the mercy on it was involved, Obed-Edom prospered. Tell your name Obed-Edom. Prospered. Now, I want you to hear this. There was a man by the name Obed-Edom. This man, I want you to hear this statement. He took that ark. Everyone was refusing it. He said, wow, I will take it to my house. So he took the ark into his house. Within three months, he became the richest man in Israel. You are not hearing me. Within how long? Why? Why? Answer my question, why? What was on the ark? what was on the ark S-C. when when they ah how many how many months S-C. you didn't hear this statement see this scripture let's 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 read the bible you you have no idea what messi can do just taking the ark in the house in three months Tell your neighbor not one year year. say follow me in three months months. and you shall hear about it it. second samuel 6 verse 9 to 11. the bible says what hey david was afraid of the lord that day and said how can the ark of the lord ever come to me he was not willing to take the ark David was not willing to take the ark, but someone would be willing. And then, David, after seeing that the one who took it, he became a billionaire. He went to grab it. He says, who told you to keep it? I thought you denied it. See what the Bible says here. It says, he was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed Edom, the Gittite. And this Obed was not a Jew. He was not from Israel. He was a heathen, a Gittite. But when he took the mercy, God began to mistake him with, with, with David. See, see this. Now, the Bible said the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed Adam, the jittered, for how long? Three for three months. And the Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Message translation. Message translation. I, I, want you, I want us to read this properly. The chest of God stayed in the house of Obed Adam, the jittered, for three months. And God prospered. Obed Edom and his entire household. household. Now let's 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 finish. Let's let's read again. Let's continue reading. It was reported to King David that God had prospered It was reported to who? That what happened? That that mercy, for three months, the life of Obed-Edom, the Jittite, has changed. It was reported, hear this, to King David that God had prospered Obed-Edom and his entire household because of the chest of God. So David thought, I'll get that blessing for myself. And went and brought up the chest of God from the house of Obededom to the seat of David, celebrating. He said, I'll go. I'll, I'll. He said, you early in the morning, he was at the house. He said, Evangelist Fritz, what are you doing? He so said, I took mercy when I went to Malawi. He said, no, no, I need this mercy. are you here somebody he said what did he do he went he refused it but this time around he said no 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 i have heard what it is doing i need it so the Bible says he went and took it out the Bible says god blessed obed adam and everything in his house even rats <laughs> rats in the house of Obed Edom. <laughs> we are not the same with the rats in your house. The Bible says God what? Blessed. Did you hear that? There's a level of prosperity. Where your worker will come to you and say, ah, boss, in the house, I was trying to move certain things in your room. And I found some, looks like rats have been piling up dollars at the corner. (laughs) And even you didn't even know about it. So you mean, you mean, you mean rats sleep on... Trust you me, there are some rats if you put tomato there, they won't eat it, but only a sausage. <laughs> I'm telling you, you put some foolish stuff there, they, they won't eat it. If you put cheese, they'll eat it. You put ice cream, they'll come and start licking ice cream. The house of Edo. <laughs> The Bible says God blessed him and everything in his household. Everything in his what? Everything. Are you following somebody? Tell your neighbor, say, do not play with mercy. Can you imagine, just for three months, the house of Obed-Edom. And you know what, what is so different in this story? It says that the way he prospered, the news went all over. Until it went to the house of the king. To say that it is reported that he has prospered. And do you to know tonight, there is someone listening to me who will receive this message? And within three months they shall come here to testify who is that person i say who is that person who is that person nah, say with me say the way i'll prosper in three months you will not understand it so i have a system of advantage Are you ready, somebody? Yes. Now, the Bible says that David was afraid of the ark of the... Um, I mean, he was afraid of the Lord that day and he said, how can the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not move the ark of the Lord with him into the city of David, but David took it aside into the house of obed Edom, the Jeter. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of obed Edom, the Jeter, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Adom and all his household. May this come to pass in your personal life. I say, may this come to pass in your personal life. I say, may it happen in the name of Jesus. I want to ask you this question. Have you ever, like, on a serious note, have you ever had that desire where you would pray, ask God for his mercy over your life? This is, this is a very important question. I want you to embrace God's mercy. Embrace God's mercy. Pray for the mercy over your family. Pray for the mercy of God over your business. You shall prosper. When the mercy appeared in the house of Obed-Edom, the Bible says he prospered. Are you understanding? There are so many stories we can read and we can talk about. How, when the ark was involved, how God moved. In Second Chronicles 20, from verse 20 to 25, the Bible speaks of how the ark of the Lord was put in front when they were going to war. Did you hear that? And they were singing like this. And the enemies began to fight each other when the mercy is involved, your enemies will begin to fight one another. Some of time, I'm the carrier of mercy. I am God's vessel of mercy. Say it louder. I'm God's vessel of mercy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I told you before, when the mercy was taken out, from Eli. What happened? His neck broke and he died. You are God's child now because of mercy. You are forgiven of your sins because of what? Just removing mercy out of the equation. There is no you. To the neighbor next sitting next to you, say neighbor, Neighbor, you need mercy now. now. Are they hearing you? Tell that neighbor, say neighbor, Neighbor, you need mercy now. now. Wherever you shall go, go. let mercy speak speak. on your behalf. behalf. Whatever you shall do. Let mercy be the one doing it. And you shall never be the same. Have you ever wondered why, have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why um, King Saul, with all the anointing upon his life, King Saul, the Bible says, things just changed. God says, your kingdom is taken out. Do you, know why? Do, you know, do you know why? Do you know why King Saul lost his kingdom? Do you know why? Let me show you why. Are you still there? Tell the neighbor, say tonight, tonight you need something. You need something. God's, mercy, God's mercy to work over your life. In 2 Samuel 6, let's start from 1 Chronicles 13. First Chronicles 13, verse 2 to 3. I want you to hear this. This is amazing. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the race of our people throughout territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns. And what? And pestilence to come and join us. Verse 3 Let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. Wait a minute. We did not what? During what? The reason why Saul made a mistake and went to Prophet Samuel and he said, I have done something wrong, I need forgiveness. Samuel said, you are not going to be forgiven because the man did not have the system of mercy. The first thing David did when he became a king, he went to pick it. That scripture heading there, that is David saying the first thing when he, was, he became the king. He said, I need that ark here. I need a mercy near me. He became a destitute. King Saul became a destitute. No mercy because there was no system. So, you may be sitting there. I want you to know this. Don't, don't make this just an occasional sermon. After you like, oh, I'm done. I'm going home. Oh, we received the message. No. No. You need to know what message Pray every single hour for the message of God over your life. Until you begin to see message working around you. I don't know. There must be someone here. You are passing through a certain situation, but the message will speak for you.